right. Welcome back. Episode 22. We said we were going to do back-to-back because of all the darts that was played last weekend between the DPA and the PDC, and here we are. We are true to our word here at Arislingers. So sit back, relax, and we'll go through what has happened in the world of the PDC this episode, although we do have a tiny bit to touch on from the DPA. They have made an announcement based on how the weekend went. We discussed it yesterday. They've now made a proper statement, and it's all basically based around the fact that it did not work. Um, One part says formats have been changed and what looks good on paper doesn't necessarily work in the real world. And after consultation with the players, management, blah, 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 they've decided to restructure. And by restructure, they are going back to the old system. Uh, I knew. I think a lot of the players had already voiced their disapproval, but in the hunt to have the best players in the country playing each other, they tried to find a format that would work. And I think the main thing you can put it down to is Australia's poo Wi-Fi. That caused a lot of issues and problems for them to do that. Also, you have one part of the country three hours ahead of another part of the country and it just did not work out the way they had planned because of those time differences, especially the Friday. That's always going to be the most difficult one because a lot of people are still working. So they'll go back to the system that we spoke of. It's all in venue. You'll get points based on how well you do in your venue. Uh, The Friday will be straight into a knockout and the Saturday, Sunday will be round robin to knockout just as they were on the weekend. So no change to what was there. They already made those changes Friday night. They have made a change to the entry fee. So instead of being 35 per event, it is 25 per event, which is a bit of a strange happenings because they're not doing a tour card anymore, which was $50. If I'm not mistaken, the $50 got you a tour card. So you were in each event that will be refunded and it's $25 per event. So they that seems like that is going to be a lot more money with 12 events left instead of $50, you're going to be paying in excess of $250. So it might just make them a bit more money. I'm not sure what the go is with that. And I'm not going to bother asking. We're just going to roll with what they say and what they do and continue on, which, I mean, most people are going to play more than two events and that's what that cost of a tour card would be, two of those events. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully there is a similar to last year after the Oceanic Masters, they held the the final one, which I'm not sure, not 100% sure if it's like the Players' Championships in the PDC where you get seeded for that final event and there is a, a winner is a winner or if it's just one more to work out the order of merit. Ray Smith won that last year to join Kai at the Worlds. Hopefully it is that system because – if you host that down the day after the Oceanic Masters in Dubbo, when the borders should be open, WA hopefully stick to their word and open the borders, you can have that final event. You'll, you'll put up with the everyone playing in their own state if you get that final showdown. And that makes for an awesome weekend having the two people qualify for the Worlds instead of having it all be in-house if you do well in your state. So a gun player can go and move to a poor state and just win, 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 and it doesn't make a lot of sense. So hopefully we get a showdown tournament at the end of the year. That would be ideal in my opinion, but my opinion is just my opinion. 
Now, before we get on to the PDC, I have just played in my prelim, in my comp. They're only short comps. They only run for, I think it's about a month, four weeks. You got three weeks of two games and then you're into the finals. I won my uh, elimination final, which I spoke about last night and not last night, the night before, whenever it was. And then last night I played my prelim and saved my best for last uh, sorry, my worst for last. Not my best, my worst. My worst performance of the season. By far, I wasn't feeling it, wasn't keen, and um, was almost not willing to play last night. Just couldn't be fucked, and it was pretty late. Excuse the French. And just got absolutely towed up. We were both playing pretty average for a while. I think my average was about 50, low below 50, I think. It was just horrendous, horrendous darts. They just didn't even feel good. I thought my average would be lower than that. Probably should have. Lucky that some of them were that bad. They're slipping into the 12s and 18s, not even into the 1s and 5s, and that helps your average. There was not much to speak about. I think I had a 22 dart leg, and that was my best. Three all at one stage and went down 8-3 after that, so just got towed up. Um but there's a lot to work on now for me. The next season will kick off in not long. I think they're pretty quick seasons. I'd love to see them go a bit longer, but anyway, they don't. They only go for a short amount of time. But I'll, I've got some things I know I need to work on. I need to keep my arm just straight. That's as simple as that. You see all these smooth, simple throws on the DPA like we discussed last night, and that's one thing I'm definitely going to be working on over the next few days for between now and Sunday before a match, potentially Monday, Tuesday, whichever group I'm in, if I go down, if I stay the same. Um, yeah, I just need to work on that that straight arm throw and hopefully stay in the treble in the 20s a lot more. That's my first goal is to just reduce those 41s, 45s. I'm hitting 41s for fun at the moment. It's like a standard ton for the PDC guys. Mine is a standard 41. And it just kills you. Consistently, you can hit a ton. I hit a lot of 85s, 81s, and then you back it up with a 41. And I'm hitting a lot of 22s as well. Just I'm living in that ones bed. And it's simple. I must just be pulling pulling my wrist across. As I'm throwing, I struggle to line up my arm straight. But that's what I'm going to work on. Um, it's just I do a lot of study on my own throw have a look at professionals throws and even some of the guys in the DPA and see how they're going and just base it on that and see what I can work on to try and fix the issues and I'll let you know how I go. All right, the Premier League, night two. Johnny Clayton marches on, just continues to win matches consistently, just Johnny Clayton. He is just, the darts are coming out of his hands so well. It's just, it's Great to watch. So he had a 100 average in a 6-3 win over Michael Smith, a bit of revenge for that that uh, close classic encounter that it was in the last 16, I think, at the World Championships. Um, that was a ripper game there. This was a pretty good game. Michael Smith, once again, played pretty well. He hasn't had a terrible terrible game yet, Michael Smith. He just hasn't been as clinical as he was at the Worlds. But he, So he's still yet to get a point in the Premier League. And uh, he's the only one not to. We'll go through the table later, but the only one not to have a win yet. So, but he'll get there. Um, an absolutely ripping contest in the semi final between MVG and Johnny Clayton. I think it was 4 1 down and went on to win 6 4 from there. He had a couple of 110 outs and he had to take those 110 outs just to stay with Michael Van Gerwen because he was playing phenomenally well. Like right at the start, it was like vintage Van Gogh and he was hitting 180s and 170 setups from two, two, uh, 220 and or 210. 
210. He was hitting 170 setups to leave tops and things like that. And he had a finish of triple 19, double 18, double 18. So just really good from MVG in that one. He had a 6-1 win over Peter Wright at the start. It wasn't a great contest, but um, definitely got the job done. Well there did MVG. Uh, flashes of his brilliant best in that night, last Thursday night. So hopefully he can continue that on. He had an okay weekend at the PDC Players' Championship events. But, yeah, the big stage is where MVG does his work and where we want to see him do his work. In the final, Johnny Clayton, it was a bit of a slow start from him. He's averaging 88. Uh, Cullen had his chances to win this one. It was... I don't know, Johnny Clayton's face was a bit like, oh, not again, because last week he was playing so well and then struggled in the final against Peter Wright. And he sort of had that look about him against Joe, just like, oh, what's going on here? Because it was a very sluggish start. He was hitting 40s and 25 and 26 and just, yeah, it just didn't look like it. But then eventually came back up and plenty of breaks to throw and took home 6-4, took it home 6-4 and... Wins Liverpool. So another win for Johnny Clayton and just continues on. He still looks phenomenal, even though it was a sluggish start in this final. Not a great performance in the final the other night, but he's had a good few players' championship events. He hasn't won any yet, but he's he's going deep and everyone's always trying to knock, knock you off. You see a lot of upsets there, but Johnny Clayton's a name that just keeps on winning and winning and winning in basically every tournament he's in. And... Yeah, so to beat MVG in the form that MVG was in, who he averaged, yeah, 105. So that's phenomenal to beat that, and that would intimidate most people if you see Michael Van Gerwen start hitting what we know he is capable of hitting. But, yeah, and the one thing that's really exciting is he had such a brilliant year last year, kicked it off with the Masters. The World Cup the year before, everyone reckons, set it up for him, which is probably true. The World Cup's done brilliant things for a lot of players. But that did kickstart him off, winning that with Gerwin Price, then the Masters and then some brilliant performances all year. So he won the Grand Prix, won the Premier League, won the World Series, I think, maybe. But just won and won and won and, yeah. But there's been no there's been no fall off. There's no hangover year. We've seen what happened to Glenn Durrant. He came over from the, PDs, from the BDO, uh, WDF it is now, and won the Premier League first crack and since then has just dropped away and away and away and he cannot rescue his throw, cannot get it right. You can see a lot of the difference in his throw and it's, he's just really struggling. But none of that from Johnny Clayton. He looks amazing. He looks to be having fun. He can get himself fired up when he needs to. Even when Van Gerwen hits that massive checkout and I think he had a brilliant leg in leg two. Johnny's all smiles, all handshakes and just, just loves being there. So that's what you want to see. Joe Cullen, did, he made the final, so his doubling was so much better. That was the difference between his performance last week against Johnny Clayton, who was he was in a lot of the legs, even though Johnny won that one comfortably, but he just couldn't double, and that's always been one of his issues. He's always been a high scorer, struggled on the outer ring, but he definitely was a lot better this week, and that's what got him through to the final. There was, As I said, there was a lot of chances he missed in the final, which was sort of back to what you see a lot of from Joe Cullen. But, yeah, he'll win one and he done, he'll do well. He had a 100 average in a 6-5 nail-biter against Gerwin Price, which that match could have gone either way. Both looked pretty good. And he did, a job, did the job on James Wade, 6-3. Um, so he'll be glad to get himself underway and, yeah, get some points on the board. 
Uh, James Wade only averaged 87 in that match. Not rare from James Wade. He still manages to win a lot. Like normally if you see someone averaging in the – high-ish 80s, so it's 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 mid-high. It's not even 89, it's 87. And versus a guy that probably averages mid-high 90s, normally you're going to see a 6-0 result in that, but not from James Wade. He just continues to hit those big finishes and doubles and, yeah, so typical James Wade performance. But just, yeah, if he's slightly off his game, he's probably not going to win. And, yeah, if you're on your game, you're normally going to beat James Wade, but if you're slightly off you're probably going to lose to him because he'll just sneak up on you sneak up on you, and bite you in the ass. Uh, Gilman Price played pretty well to beat Gary, had a nice 156 checkout, had a tight game against Joe Cullen. The one against Gary, he missed 20, 20 darts at a double or something. He might have been six out of 22 or something along those lines. So plenty of opportunities to really wipe the floor with Gary in that one. I think it was a 6-4 six, six, in the end. But, uh, yeah, Gary... Yeah, had his chances, looked okay, but that's what you're going to get from Gary all year. There'll be weeks when he absolutely turns up. Last week was pretty good. He took care of Van Gerwen and pushed Peter Wright all the way, who ended up winning it. And then this week, not as impressive, but that's just what happens with Gary. And he's also pushing – he's over 50 years old now. I know Peter Wright is, but Peter Wright's a different animal to Gary Anderson at the moment. But, yeah, you just – you never know what you're going to get with Gary, and that's what we love because when he turns it on, he turns it on. Yeah, Snakebite never got going against MVG. He only won one leg, and that was against the darts. He averaged 84. He was using the gold darts that won him the Worlds and had that wicked comeback against Damon Hedder after going 2-0 down. He only got four darts out of double in that whole match. That's how good Van Gerwen was. Van Gerwen wasn't even that good, but Peter's scoring was that low that Van Gerwen was able to just do a job and keep him at arm's length the entire time. Man, it's a complete opposite of what we saw last week against – oh, well, not just last week, but what we've been seeing from Peter Wright basically permanently lately. Just every time he turns up, he, you expect him to win, and when he's playing relatively well, he's going to win, and especially with those darts. He just looks like he will hit everything he goes for, but he didn't this week. It was just, yeah, the complete opposite, and that's sort of what happens with Peter Wright in the Premier League a lot. So, yeah, you want to see better – better um, performances from Peter Wright just to make it interesting, but it is good to have him not necessarily destroy everyone every week. So that's it's exciting for darts, I guess, which is weird to say because you just, you just want him playing phenomenal every week because it's just amazing to watch. He's doubling, he's grouping, he's everything. He's fantastic. So, yeah, that leaves Bully Boy to talk about, and it's the same old Premier League story for Bully Boy respectable. You're not going to look at him and go, he played poorly tonight. That was a poor performance. It was just, he just didn't get it done. Simple as that. So yeah, he averages all right, but yeah, that won't do him any good just being respectable. He wants to win. And we all know that everyone wants to win all the time. So he'll get there though, that he's too good a player not to, not to really, really take it on and, and destroy it. So what we got now, before we look at the table, this week's night three, we'll only go through the quarterfinals because I can't be bothered looking at who, not that I can't be bothered, but it's a bit much effort to go through and look at um, who faces who and who could play who, who could play who. Michael Smith will be first facing Gerwin Price in the first quarterfinal. I'm going to tip Gerwin Price to win that one. Poor old Michael Smith. 
I think he'll still won't get a win because I have tipped Gerwin Price to win the whole thing. So he's got to start winning some more games than just one out of two weeks. He should be winning. He should probably should have won a whole thing by now. And I think he, this might be his week. I'm going to tip him for this week. Joe Cullen versus Michael Van Gerwen. I think Joe Cullen's had a great week. He had a final in the Premier League as we're going to talk about the players' championship events. He's had a phenomenal weekend for that as well. So he just keeps winning and winning and winning. And I will tip him to get over Michael Van Gerwen, even though that's a bit risky. Gary Anderson, Peter Wright, this is always a classic. And with the, they're both coming from an off week. So it's a bit on-off, on-off, on-off for Gary Anderson consistently at the moment. And Peter Wright is generally... On, 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 off, on, 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 on. So they're both coming from an off week. This could go either way and it'll be an absolute cracker. For old time's sake, I'm going to pick Gary Anderson. I know people get sick of me picking Gary Anderson, but yeah. Um, James Wade, Johnny Clayton is the final one. Johnny Clayton wins that every day of the week. I may get proven wrong. I'll probably get proven wrong on all, all of them, but um, yeah, I will. See how I go on that one, but I think Johnny Clayton. The whole night, I'm going to go Gerwin Price. I think I think Gerwin Price, Johnny Clayton will probably play off in a final this week, and it'll be Gerwin Price's night. Mark my words. So the table at the moment, you've got Johnny Clayton on eight points. So there's five points for a win, a night win. So that doesn't mean too much because Peter Wrights, who didn't win at all, had was out first round out in the quarters last week, is still second place. He's on five points. Joe Cullen's on three. MVG, Gerwin Price, Gary Anderson, James Wade all on two, and Bully Boy yet to get off the mark. So with my prediction of a Gerwin Price versus Johnny Clayton final, it looks Gerwin will probably move up to second if all my results go the way that I think they will because I think Gary will get over Peter. Gary probably moves up to third. I know Joe Cullen probably stays where he is. Gary will probably move up to fourth and Gerwin Price will move up to second. Yeah, Clayton first, Gerwin Price second. Doesn't matter because my predictions are never right, so don't worry about it. Um, There's lucky there's a playoffs at the moment. Otherwise, I think Johnny Clayton would just run away with it and win this whole Premier League. Like I think Premier League soccer just has whoever's on top at the end of the season is the winner. Um, So... Johnny Clayton would run away with it and win considerably easily over the whole tournament, but that's not going to happen. All right, Players' Championships. There was events three and four held in Wigan, I believe. Joe Cullen is a winner of both of them, so he continues to just win, win, win at the moment. So after the Masters, he had a loss first up in the Premier League, made the final the other night and has now won two events in a row. I think you've got to win seven games to win them each day. So that's 14 wins. So if you count the other night, so he's 16 out of 17, and he had a loss the first week, so that's 16 out of 18. Then he won the Masters, and I think that's a one, two, three, four, four-game thing. So he's at about 21 out of 23 matches at the moment. So kicking goals is John uh, Joe Cullen. It was in trouble in his semi on in Players Championship three, but winning creates winning, and that's just what happens. If you're winning, you keep winning, and you believe the whole time, even if you're five one down, five nil down. You think yourself, if I get myself going, I can win. So that is just what happens. Um, so Damon Hedder, we'll have a look at our Aussies now. 
Damien Hedda made the final of Players' Championship 3, which was on the Saturday. He had a brilliant performance in the semi. MVG just couldn't keep up. He was just hanging off the coattails of Damon Hedda. He was just playing super well. He'll be in the top 16 by the end of the year. He'll make up a lot of ground in all these players' championship events. He'll continue to grind away. I know there's a lot of a lot of uh, money to make up while we're talking about it. I'll try and see roughly how much there is. I don't know what's got to come off the back because it works on two-year cycles. So they're back of each – the back of two years ago – Whatever you won then would drop off. So whoever won, because Gerwin won the Worlds two years ago, that's dropped off what he was. Otherwise, he'd be well and truly in front. So they're still pretty tight at the top, eh? So there's 13 grand, but 13,500 between Gerwin Price and Peter Wright. That's basically a players' championship event almost there. I think they're worth maybe 10, 12 grand. So a first round exit and a win for the other almost gets it there. There's Daylight third, MVG's on 653. Peter Wright's on 1.199 mil. So, yeah, there's not much going to change there. So 16th at the moment, Ryan Searle is sitting on 258.250 and Damon Hedder is on 189.500. So he's got got a little bit of ground to cover there, so maybe 60,000, 70,000 to cover. With ever with whatever drops off, but if he keeps making semi-finals or plays championships events every weekend, he will get there and he'll have a big run in some of the majors, I'm sure. So you've got the UK Open coming up very soon. I think that's April. So if he continues to build the form that he's in. He will he will make do well there and get himself into quite a lot of other ones with the Euro Tour coming up soon as well. He'll continue to do well. His throw is just. It's absolutely on, and he was just averaged well over 100 for the whole day, I'm pretty sure. Just nailed it. His confidence will be growing, so I guarantee you this year he's going to make the semi and a final this year of a major, and he might not win it this year, but I think by next year he'll be in the conversation for a lot of majors because it's so open now, so it's not just MVG Gary like it used to be. There's so many names that can win a big tournament now, like you've got Dimitri, Jose, Johnny, could all come up and win it. And so the rankings have changed recently, I think, through a lot of what's been going on, which is strange because Johnny Clayton has dropped out of the top eight, which is ridiculous with the way he's winning at the moment. But um, that's just what happens. Must be what has come off from a couple of years ago, maybe. And Dimitri Vandenberg had a, a run to the semis in the final, I think, in one of the days against Joe Cullen. So that's bumped him up. But, yeah, to think that Johnny Clayton's not even in the top eight in the world at the moment, <laughs> turn it up. Um, but other players, all those players in between there, so from from rank 16 down, so Mervyn King, Luke Humphreys, they're both pretty pretty much – they'll also just like get themselves in there. But guys like Christoph Ritaisky, he's got to keep winning. Dirk van Dijvenboda, he needs to get going. Aspinall's injured but needs to get moving. And a lot of the guys ahead of ahead of him there, so Gurney, Clemens, Dolan, Bunting, Humphreys, Peterson, White, Sulevich, they're all in strife of being well and truly overtaken by Damon Hedder. And the few days below that, so Callan Reeds, will, he'll start to make his way up. I'm not sure what's going on with Callan Reeds. I'm going to have to do some research. I don't even know if he's been playing on the Pro Tours. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll find out about that. But, yeah. So he is going to continue to do really, really well, Damien Hedder. Um, Paul Nicholson picks him every time to win, and but he was out in the first round of PC4. Uh, Simon Whitlock had a couple of round two exits. He had losses to 
Stephen Bunting and Adam Galvas, who are very good on the floor. So no shame there. And Simon's just working his way back into form. Um, I know it'll say, oh, God, yeah, but second round loss, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad. But where a lot of players do their best work is on the on the big stage. So if Simon can somehow keep getting himself onto the big stage, he'll continue to make his way up there and do really well. Yeah, so Callum Ridge has been playing. So this year hasn't been great so far for Callum Ridge after that amazing run at the Worlds through to the last the 16 or quarterfinals, whichever one it was. Um, he's out in the second round against Gary Anderson, our Players' Championship one, out in the first round to John O'Shea, out in the second round to M. Lukeman, I've never heard of him, and out in the first round to Ryan Meikle. So hasn't been going well. We'll see if we'll also open up and try and get some of the stats for that. But it's hard to see some of the any of the stats on that. But, um, yeah. Just trying to get that up. No, it only doesn't say much besides a 6-4, 6-4 win to Ryan Meikle. But, um, yeah, so not going well yet for Callan Rids. So after me picking and a lot of people picking that he's going to absolutely fly up the rankings, he's not yet. Um, Gordon Mathers, same as Simon Wheelock, a couple of round two losses. So he went down to Ryan Meikle in players championship 4-6-4 and a loss to Joe Cullen, who was absolutely on a right all weekend. So... Even those little wins are going to do uh, Gordon Mathers really well. Like, as, I, as I've said before, he needs to get up to 64. And at the moment, he's 73. So he is only going to continue on. He doesn't even have that much to make up, really, because he's got nothing to come off the arse end of his his um, stats. So he just needs to make up 30 grand. Three wins is get you that. And there's 30 events. So he's got a long time and a lot of work that he can do. And with a, such a smooth throw, I can't see him doing much else. Yeah, Joe Cullen won back-to-back and, yeah, he won PC4 and PC3. I've written that down weirdly. Dimitri Vandenberg made the final in PC4, it would have been. Uh, Gerwin Price has made the semis, which keeps him ahead of Peter Wright at the top. As I said, the rankings up the top there are pretty tight, probably the tightest it's been for a long time with anyone once Gerwin Price overtook MVG. I think he overtook MVG. It has been pretty much one-way sailing for Michael Van Gerwen at the top and then Gerwin Price was pretty unassailably up the up the front there. But since the Worlds, Peter Wright has got himself right in that conversation and it seems to always be a 10, 10 to 15 grand gap between the two. And, yeah, it stays that way at the moment. So Gerwin Price... Makes a semi. Peter Wright was out relatively early, and that is how that went. But yeah, good to see Dimi and Ritaisky both play well. You want to see them playing well, especially Dimitri Vandenberg. He is a phenomenal talent. Christoph Ritaisky is similar. He reminds me of James Wade. He'll just keep on keeping on. When he's playing well, he's hitting big scores, and his double on his double sixteen is phenomenal. But yeah, there's nothing super outstanding about him. He's just a job done kind of guy, the Polish eagle, and it's just it's nice to watch. It's just soothing to watch almost as soothing as phenomenal darts can be there's there's just so much darts that they're playing at the moment like it's no wonder they're so bloody good they are just playing non-stop so there's the premier league on for the guys that are in it on a thursday 
two two events, Saturday, Sunday, you're there all day. They would play some exhibition stuff through the week. I think Simon Whitlock plays in a lot of pub darts during the week as well, just plays and plays and plays and plays and plays. And that, yeah, that would be the reason they're so bloody good. And I'm going to try and find time to dedicate at least half an hour and do some proper training and not just what I normally do of throw a shit dart and then get the shits and just change my throw or fuck around and do something weird or throw the darts away after I throw a single one and really focus on me on some proper training and not just go off the boil. But, yeah, so that's um, Players' Championships 1-4 to four are now over. Yeah, it's going all right. You're seeing different names most weekends, like Gerwin Price and Peter Wright had a good first weekend. Joe Cullen's obviously had a brilliant second weekend. I think um, what's-his-face, Dimitri Vandenberg did pretty bloody well. Over the um, over the two week the the last weekend just gone, but yeah. So if you can you can see the it has its own separate order of merit the players championships events. So there's a top thirty two outside of the main PDC thirty two order of merit go through to the world. So that's why being in that top sixty four is so important for Gordon Mathers. He is automatically qualified for the PDC World Darts Championship. And for Damon Head essay, the leading 16, the top 16 go through to the match play and then the 16 outside the main PDC go through. So anyone that's in this top 16 of the Players' Championships events play in the um, match play. And if those names are double ups, I think they, I'm not sure if they keep going or they find other people to invite. But going by that, so Damien Hedder would be easily in, I think. If I have a quick look at that, it looks like Luke Humphreys, Brennan Dole and Damon Hedder would be the three. So that'd be 16 to 19. So he's well and truly entrenched in a match play appearance, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, Simon Whitlock will have a lot of work to do to get to that spot. Although, once again, a full weekend all it's going to take is one or two good weekends for him to get his name right up there. And it looks like I'll try and find Gordon Mathers on this list as well. He is 65, so a long way for him to go. But it's not it's not undoable. I think he'll do pretty good and hopefully we'll still at least see two. So Damien Hedo, he's a shoe in Don't even worry about it. He'll make it through to that. And it looks like he's a great chance to make the Grand Prix as well if he continues on his form. And hopefully we see Simon Whitlock there because that's a great tournament for him with the way he doubles. You want to see him doing awesome things there as well because he'll make another deep run at the Grand Prix because it's a double-in tournament for anyone that I have. I haven't done much about the Grand Prix yet because we started this at the Grand Slam, which is just after the Grand Prix. But, yep, that'll do. Um, well, there's one more thing. PDC Premier League Fantasy Darts looks like it has launched and we want to get involved in that. So I'm going to pick my team in the next 20 minutes and get that up and running because that's fantastic. I love Fantasy Darts. I don't know who to go for this week. I have tipped Joe Cullen to get past MVG, but watch me pick MVG just because I can never say no to him. Yeah. All right. Have fun. Keep throwing darts. I'm going to edit this, get it on online for you guys, and then I'm going to go and play some darts and see how I go. I've got a new aim to keep my arm perpendicular, as I said earlier. Keep it straight and hopefully start hitting some 
up there. My, my goal is to hit over 60 consistently average. That's a start point because I should be able to do it. It really should be simple. You add your big scores up, you take out the shit ones, but just by keeping the darts straight and it should be averaging 60 because I, I know I can hit a double. The other night in the qualifier, the elimination final, I doubled pretty well. I probably ran at about 45, 50% on my doubles and had a peg of 80, a peg of 92 and looked all right. It's just my scoring that's completely letting me down. I even threw a three in the prelim final. I threw a five and a seven and some really shocking throws in, the, in both those games. And that's just from a weird wrist position. So perpendicular. That's the word of the week. Look out for the Premier League coming up this week. It's going to be a big one. we got the fantasy darts, so there's more on the line. I'll chat about my team and how they went next episode. Yeah, have fun, guys. Get around that Premier League. See you next week.